Welcome to TotalMeltdownPone.com's official podcast. This is episode 23, and I'm your host, G-Nitro. With me this evening is the bearded lady, Quiglin. That's me. And the recent fugitive from Toronto, Church. Shh, no one's supposed to know I'm here. We also have a special guest host with us tonight from Average Joe Gamer, but also known as Bloody Polar Bear on Pwned, Wesley. Hey, everyone. Well, we thank you for coming on tonight, Wes. Um, why don't you give us a quick rundown of uh, who you are? And what you do over at Average Show Gamer? All right, I'm Wesley Evers, um, aka Bloody Polar Bear. That's my gamer name for just about anything. Um, I, you can find me on Xbox Live most of the time. I um, am the co-host for the Average Show Gamer podcast, o- located over at AverageShowGamer.net. We are also beginning um, the Vault Tech broadcast, which is a podcast based in the wasteland of the Fallout, uh, Fallout Three. And we uh, enjoy over there. We had G Nitro over there. Um, about two weeks back, was it? Or no, that was that way was back. About three weeks ago, I believe. Three or about four three weeks, weeks ago. And we loved having him over there. He's welcome back anytime. But um, we basically report on, we we bring the average view of um, games into, I'm more hardcore than the other two hosts. I, I'm more into tournament stuff. But we give a more average look upon the gaming industry from a person who may not have money to buy every single game, and so needs to kind of see what, or needs to worry about what he buys and what good games are out there. Nice. Yeah, I guess we try to do the same when we get into the game talk as well. We we know, especially with the recession right now. Oh, definitely. The recession has been hard. So, so um. Let me ask you a question because I know you record right before this show. Um, they get on you about the girlfriend again? <laughs> uh, not this time, actually. They yeah. uh, I also told them that it was all over. And then they kind of they Nate naturally gave me a little bit of problem, but Eric not this time. Too bad. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, because I know that was been an ongoing theme of each show. We actually have that here too. And speaking of, <laughs> Church went to, went to Toronto. Oh uh, dear this God! Weekend, here so we go. Did you finally get any? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we spent uh, because um, no, we, we spent we had a good time in Toronto. No, and no, we didn't do it. But you know, we, we went to a few places. We went to um, the local mall there at uh, Yorkdale. Uh, went to a shoe museum that she wanted to go to, and uh, we went to the Hockey Hall of Fame and oh, did yeah. a Chinatown. So. Lame. Hockey oh. is lame. Dude, the Hockey Hall of Fame what? is awesome. Hey, what the fuck are you talking about, lame? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I watch football, real sport. Dude, if you've been to a hockey game, it's freaking nasty out yeah, there. Yeah, I hate it. Oh, my God. I saw the, Nas- uh, the, not the Nationals, the Capitals play uh, Detroit. Oh, God, you're killing me. <laughs> killing me. So um, yeah, that's the, you know, yeah, they, they they do that to me too, Russ. Like every week, <laughs> you guys do it yet? You guys do it yet? <laughs> We're pretty bad. So um, what about you, Quake? What have you been up to this weekend? Uh, actually, uh, I actually saw something really awesome. Uh, Vanessa's uh, sister and uh, her brother-in-law were came in to visit us this weekend, and we went to the National Underground Railroad Freedom Center. And it's a huge, it's a you know big museum about how the Underground Railroad worked and how it worked through Cincinnati, and it was just an amazing experience. They give you an audio tour, you know, guide, and just going through it, it it's amazing and it, it's very moving. It, w- it was a really cool experience. 
Nice, nice. Yeah, um, I myself, um, went to a wedding. Well, actually, Friday I was completely sick. Um, I got home about 5.30. I finally took some medicine and passed out on the couch for like five hours. Woke up, huh. was up for another hour, took some NyQuil, and passed out for another eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went to a wedding yesterday, and, uh... It wasn't bad. It was a smaller wedding. Um, I think uh, the bride's a coworker, and we went. And we our whole job was there. She doesn't have a lot of family, so we kind of like were her family that was there. So it was really nice. And um, it wasn't a huge wedding. It was, but the reception was cool. It was like a full buffet style, but even the desserts were that way. And they had like an ice cream bar at the end where you could do your own toppings and all that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It was about. at a really high-class uh, place, too, in Maryland called Martin's West. So it was really nice. And then uh, came home from that last night and watched re- uh, You Don't Mess With the Zohan. <laughs> now, I had heard bad things about that all week because I, I knew it was going to come in from Netflix soon. So I went into it with really low expectations and came out actually enjoying the movie. That's how it works, yeah. Then again, I like Little Nicky, and everybody else hated it, so... Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> See, and I liked it, so... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but I thought Zohan was cool. The the um, girl that he goes after is freaking smoking in that film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's like a manual Cherokee or something like right? Yeah. She's oh. phenomenal. So that was definitely worth the watch there. Um, and then today I saw my mom, stepfather, and sister for my sister's birthday we all went out to lunch so that was nice cool but ended up leaving my ds at my mom's house so i'm kind of bummed oh that sucks yeah can't play my sweet in oh no the end is gonna end <laughs> i know <laughs> so um everybody remembers our show from last week um wes i don't know since you said you hadn't caught up in recent weeks um we basically just took a look back at the uh ps2 um, uh-huh I'd, we really didn't get a lot of comments on the look back. I was kind of surprised. We got a lot of comments on what's next. Um, so we'll be talking about that as our topic of discussion is what would we like to see next in the next console generation? Um, we do have a comment here from Viewerskew. If I remember correctly, Quig knows him. Yeah, he's my brother. That's I right. know him a little bit. <laughs> so, little, uh, a little bias here. Um, so, <laughs> hey guys, love the podcast. I play Resident Evil 5 on PS3. Haven't beaten it yet, but I love Resident Evil games. I have one. I have no problem with stop and shoot or stop and knife. I like it. My problem is that you cannot reload and walk at the same time. But other than that, I'm very happy with the game. I cannot wait to co-op RE5 with Quigs. Keep up the good work. Um, I know I don't think any of the three of us have played Resident Evil Five yet. Have you, Wes? I have not yet, but um, Nate and Eric have both. And from what I heard about it, is that they've been saying it's not really a buy as much as it's a really good rent. Okay. Um, but from what what I've seen um, on it is that there it's it's trying to become is like we're a Western audience, and so, and from like a study I think they did like two years ago, is the Japanese, um, they play their shooters one-handed, like they'll move one stick and then they'll 
pull her finger all the way to the other side to turn or something. Oh. And so I believe that the Resident Evil 5 is still trying to hold hard to the Japanese roots and trying to keep with that audience while also trying to bring the Western playstyle into it. And it just isn't working for the Western um, people because we're trying to play it like we would Halo or something. Yeah, well, I never really had heard that, so that's kind of interesting. Um... Yeah, I, that was about two years ago. It was a um, report. Uh, it, it was an article done by G4, but it was from another website. They had linked to it. Um, but the whole uh, they did a study in Japan where um, where Japanese would play they they would never really play the true to um, thumbstick style like Western people do. They would play where they would use basically what is one thumb on one hand, move themselves, and then move it all the way over to the other joystick to do the other action. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't bring myself to even run it. Um, I know, um, Wes, you're also on Guzex. I didn't even bother requesting the game. Like, that's how disinterested I became after the demo. Truthfully, with Guzex, I use Guzex mainly to get rid of games that I don't play anymore, and yeah. then I get old games that I either played once or I want to play and are now like super cheap. Yeah. Well, I'm the same way. That's why I have such a high point bank. Because most of the time I'm just getting the older games or I get a game in that's brand new, play it for a week, and I'm like, okay, I'll pick this back up at this point, at this price yeah. point, and then I get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about getting rid of my Gears worth too. I still haven't gotten rid of 50 Cent yet, which is a shock. Huh. <laughs> Um, you know, over Easter, my um, my brother is going to come down here, and we're gonna we're gonna co-op that. So I'll I'll report back when we do that. But I, I'm still excited. The only thing that I'm going to kind of miss is I'm going to miss the the Wii pointing because I loved it. The RE4 on the Wii, using being able to actually point where you want to oh, shoot yeah. is it made a huge difference. Yeah, I heard it was really good on the Wii, and I still can't bring myself to request it to play it. <laughs> it's, I don't it's know. Probably, it's probably like two bucks on there at this point. Uh, I think it's like six hundred points, which is like thirty bucks, something around. What? There. It's it like four. It might be four hundred points. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> looked. Like a penny a point or something like that. No, nah, every point, every hundred points is about five bucks. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's really all the member feedback for the intro we have. We have some comments for. Um, our topic of the week, and we have a comment for the Gears 2, but we'll discuss that at the Gears 2 night. Um, so we're going to go into some Pwn news. It's really been a slow week on Pwn. Um, the only big news we have right now that we can discuss, there's more in the works uh, behind the scenes that we've been discussing. Um, like I've said prior, there's a big change coming to the news. Um, I accidentally slipped and Quake found out, but he cannot <laughs> say it. <laughs> Unless you pay me enough, alright. Yeah, huh? Blackmail. You're getting into E3, right? Yeah. Okay. That has nothing to do with you. <laughs> it has something to do with Pwn. Our managing editor, uh, Hades, was at GDC, um, so he was updating throughout the week. Um, with some interesting stuff. So I urge, I don't want to say it here because it's not fair to all the work he did. So go to pwn.com slash news and check out all the articles he wrote. Um, and leave a comment if you can. But uh, our next event is E3. Currently, it's going to be myself, Quiglin, Hades, and Andy, a.k.a. Pwn Modular, the creator of Pwn. So 
Look for us there. Yeah, we're working on getting church there. We'll we got to get that in quick, but um, so we should have a nice crew there. Um, I don't know, Wes. Do you any of you guys trying to get out there? Um, I believe Nate will not be able to attend because of his wedding. Um, but I believe Eric is trying to. Uh, he might be able to. Nice. Our our site we don't have like um we don't have the records for money and advertising and all these special stuff that you need for E3. So we're gonna have to kind of wing it. Um, when applying, I'm unable to attend due to age, which kind of makes me sad because seven day later, seven days later, I'm <laughs> eligible Ouch. to attend. Yeah, Ouch. that sucks. I think we discussed that on the episode I was on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If uh, Eric, um, definitely. I mean, I'd say just shoot him everything but the tax thing, and just say you can't get a hold of the records right now. Okay. And see if they accept it. I mean, you can make a business card. Yeah, we're definitely going to PAX. I know that's still way off, but um, we're gonna we're gonna try to pull out a. Um, I've got some connections with a, a semi-professional camera crew, and we're gonna try to go up to PAX and do some really nice videos Ooh. out of PAX. Hell yeah, that's gonna be that sounds yeah. sweet. We'll definitely be there as well. Um, I was supposed to go to Comic Con. I'm kind of on the fence about that now, just because of. I do want to take an actual vacation and not actually go somewhere work. and work. <laughs> so I'm, I might be going down to Myrtle Beach since my aunt and uncle own a condo down there. So I might have to skip Comic-Con, which sucks because I know Church is going and so is the other Pwn member, Jeff Threat. Um, it's just the oh. money is the fact that with uh, the other ones, because they're game conventions, Pwn will you know get my back and make sure I get out there. But Comic-Con, I'm kind of... Stuck really putting all my money out there, and right now I'm, I just put an offer in on the house. For those who are wondering, um, I've been talking about, it, I've been looking to buy, so put an offer out on a house, and I may not have the money to do that. So might have to go with the cheaper route of taking a vacation where I only have to pay for the gas money to and back. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> but um, VG Expo, by the way, people is up for registration, and. I can't remember what the other one's called, but the same people are holding something like two weeks later in the same place. It's like America Gaming or Expo or something. So we don't I'm know not... if they didn't take down a site. <laughs> I've dang, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the site. Um, let's see if I can find it. Um, but it was something. We were kind of like, what the hell's going on? And somebody looked up the company and realized they were the same. So, um, no, I can't find it. So, but I'll have to figure that out later. I'll try to put it up on the site somewhere if I can find it. Um, so, uh, we just held our Gears 2 game night right before we recorded. Um, and I want to read something before we go into the results. (laughs) It's from our favorite girl, Chesty. So, hey, hey, Chess writes, haha, enjoyed this podcast, the last one. For the most part, I did not feel it necessary to point out more than once how much you enjoy chainsawing me. Although you will <laughs> read this after the Gears 2 night, I want you, Nitro, and Church to know I am coming for you. Oh, and I love you guys as well. You are fucking awesome, too, and you will have a question from me. Now, she talked a lot of crap there. <laughs> oh, she, no, no, no. It, it, it didn't just stop there. She did that in the shout box, too. Yeah, she did. She was definitely calling us out. Well, Church couldn't make it, so I stepped in tonight. And, <laughs> Chess, I told you I was going to do this. 
I literally destroyed her. I came in second behind uh, Sinful Butcher. Congratulations to him for winning. Um, he had 2,900 points. But I wasn't too far behind with 2,100 plus. And Chess came in last place. <laughs> the wow, very first man. death to her was me chainsawing her in the back. <laughs> oh, God. So I started the night off right. And basically was just going after her pretty much as much as possible. She did get some kills on me, but the scores tells all. So, well, sorry, yeah. Chess. I love you to death, but had to do it because you had to talk smack back. So, Well, it's, it's not that, because I came home from Toronto, and um, I told Mike, I'm like, hey, I'm home. Um, and then he goes, hey, yeah, uh, we're still playing Gears. And I messaged him back, like, you want me to hop on? And he goes, sure. So I hop on and everything, and um, I see Chess. <laughs> see chess right she's got the booms uh the boom gun or whatever they call it over there so i'm like she um so she heard that i was gonna i was rubbing my uh chainsaw we didn't go after her and she she not only killed me but she killed herself too in the process and she goes then she said to me like you know you know i heard your chainsaw and i was not gonna let you chainsaw me <laughs> yeah she the did next... boom shot me at, or actually shotgun me at the end unfortunately i had one hand on the controller because my laptop froze <laughs> right when i started calling quick <laughs> so i was half in the game and i just was like holding down the chainsaw hoping somebody would walk into it well then it wasn't well, really happening well the next round like afterwards i saw her again what did i do chainsaw her <laughs> so yeah but uh, chess you know we love you um, oh we love you chess team we will know. get her on the podcast at some point so she can talk smack back we will give her her chance so um for those wondering what our next nights are do not have them ready or up yet they will be up this week for april but be rest assured you're going to see the norm left for dead halo 3 call of duty 4 soul caliber 4 um and gears 2 as well um i think that's about it this month we may add a couple more nights in as since we don't have any bounties this month oh we're also going to have kills on 2 and resistance 2 for the ps3 players almost forgot about that because what no animal crossing city folk no, that's not a lot. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm too, I'm, we're all too old to play that game. We're all going to be playing it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't make that up. And secretly underneath his bed, G Nitro has a copy. No. I own quite a. F- oh, I did get a new game in for the Wii this week. Didn't get to play it. It's a new Haruhi game. Mm. It came with. I got the special edition in, and it came with three figures: one of Haruhi, one of Yuki, and one of uh, Mikuru. So I was gonna take them out and set them up, but I realized I might be moving soon, so I just left them in box. Yeah, you didn't have time to play with your dolls. I don't play with dolls. I set them up. They're viewing, <laughs> the viewing pleasure of everyone who comes over. <laughs> I did get a long play ages sale, huh? Along with the, with your million others, right? Just yeah. lined up. I did get my uh, Haruhi Gothic Lolita figure that I was looking for. It was like 125 at Otakon last year, but I found it for 70 Only 70 Yeah. It's definitely the best figure I've gotten so far, quality-wise. <laughs> but anyway... <sighs> Uncomfortable silence. Let's go into our... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's go into our um, bargain bin section um we will allow our guests to start off Wes, why don't you go with the game you have all right um 
for those who know, I'm a big fan of Ambrosia games. Um, it, you need to go back to our show and listen to some of our podcasts. I talk about them a lot. And my bargain bin is Multiwinia. Um, this is basically a sequel to Darwinia, which was a big game by Ambrosia. But this is a completely multiplayer game. Like, imagine Shadowrun, but instead you got a bunch of stick figures, and they're kicking the crap out of each other. <laughs> and this game, it's only $20, which is not bad at all um, for this game, because it's got 40 levels, it's got, like, uh, 12 different modes, and it's really fun. And it doesn't slow down your computer at all, it runs on really... Uh, it can run on a really low-end computer. You don't have to be, have like a super souped-up system like most games. This is a digital download only available at AmbrosiaSW.com. And I don't know if Gene actually can post a link on that or something. Yeah, I'll definitely but, get a link up. Um, It's funny, Guzex is actually offering it. That doesn't make sense. They are? Yeah, but nobody has it offered or requested probably because it's digital download only. I know some it's, slip through the cracks, so. Yeah, well, like, press release versions. It's not on Steam, is it? I I don't believe it is, because Ambrosia is the one that's published this game. Yeah. And what it might be done, what they might be doing um, for that is, like, someone buys the um, game and they get the code. Mm-hmm. Because what, what you really do is you get the game, and it's in demo form, and then you add a code to unlock it. And so they're trading off the code. Actually, I found it. It is on Steam. And oh. actually, it's only currently eight ninety nine on Steam. Normally nine ninety nine. Huh. They must well, have. You can actually get it cheaper. You can get get it cheaper on Steam then. <laughs> yeah. And that's normally how I go with my games if I'm doing digital downloads. Because yep. I know I can just take it to any computer, but they always got to be like $15 or less, which is perfect. So I may check that game out myself. Yeah, because it's, uh, I mean, it's like Shadowrun where it's only multiplayer, but um, the AI, it's real fun to play against. Um, it's not really a game that you'll be spending too much time on, but it's a, it's a nice game. It's a well-done game by the um, Ambrosia folks. Nice so. Very nice. I'll have to pick that up at eight ninety nine. It's not a bad price, especially on yeah. Steam. Um, speaking of which, um, for those who don't know, and this is a good reason why you should check Steam a lot, especially on the weekends. For the weekend deals, this past weekend, by the time this shows up, it's probably going to be over. But this is a good reason to look for the for here on out. Like especially even if you want to check every day. Um, all last week was the Ubisoft fifty percent off sale. Um, they had Far Cry 2 at 50% off, Prince of Persia, um, a couple other games. But their weekend deal actually had Messiah, uh, what is it? Oh, God, I can't remember. Dark, Dark Messiah. Magic. Dark Messiah, yeah, Might and Magic. Beyond um, Good and Evil. Beyond Good and Evil and Far Cry. Far and Cry 1 and whatever that other, IL-46. IL-2, uh, off or something like that, 1946. Yeah. It was actually all four games for $10. Now, I've been contemplating picking up Beyond Good and Evil at $10 anyway. Yeah. So f- to get three other games with it was a selling point for me. I picked it up immediately. So I definitely suggest everyone check out Steam. They do week- at least every weekend they have a deal. I mean, they've had 50% off of Grand Theft Auto 4. They've had 50% off of Left 4 Dead. It's definitely a must 
Must see every weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely. Now, as for me, um, this week, I want to go with Mercenaries 2. I don't know how many people played it because it came out right before the big fall rush last year. So I think a lot of people may have skipped over it or only played it for a little bit. I had a lot of fun with it during the time I played it. Um, it actually can be found for $20 at some Walmarts. Or if you use Gamefly, I think it's around 19.99 or so, or 18.99. But if you're a Gamefly member, depending on how long you've been there, you also get five to ten percent off. So I can pick it up for around 16.99 at ten percent off, and all I have to pay is the tax on it. It's a really good pickup. It's a fun game, and if you can find it for PS3 or 360, I know the downloadable content is there. I don't know how much it is, but it adds like Obama and Sarah Palin. So, if people want to go around blowing things up as them, it's definitely it, worth a check. It was definitely a good game to waste time on. Exactly, and the co-op was a lot of fun as well. Yeah. Co-op helps a lot of games out. <laughs> um. Well, how about you, Quiglin? What do you have this week? Yeah, well, going back to the uh, the old Steam chest, um, Puzzle Quest, the original one, Challenge of the Warlords, is on Steam for $10.00. And uh, that's an, uh, that's breaking it down enough where I'm gonna buy it for sure. Nice. I think I paid 15 on Xbox Live for it. I'm not sure. So, and the DS one was up to 30 bucks at one point. So. Yeah, I can actually tell people what the Guzex price point is on that. Um, oh yeah, the Guzex price point on Mercenaries 2 is 600 points. Let's see, Puzzle Quest is at. Um, you have the DS version is 250 points, the PSP version 250 points, PS2 is 200, Wii is 300, PC is 250, um, and let's see, um, I don't know if they really have downloadable codes for them, so we'll just go with those, uh, you can, so you can get around between 10 to $15, um, on Guzex if you request that, I don't know how far back the backlog is on each one or how many are available. But check out Guzex and you can find out that way. It only costs you the one trade credit and then whatever points it is. So re- relatively fair... Oh, excuse me. Relatively cheap pickup. Can't even talk tonight. I'm still sick. <laughs> um, Church, what about you? What do you have? <laughs> Sorry. Um, Would you right stop now, playing I... Star Ocean and get <laughs> back into the I'm not playing Star Ocean. No, he's watching House. No, I'm not even doing anything right now. Just wander up the. Are you uh, sure you didn't get laid this weekend? Yes, I'm sure I didn't get laid this weekend. Uh, he'd have a lot more energy. No, he might not. <laughs> oh. No, that's true too. But no, um, I have um, um, from Amazon is selling Guitar Hero Aerosmith the Wii bundle for thirty six dollars and eighty six cents with free shipping. So I mean, if you're a huge Aerosmith fan and a Guitar Hero fan you have a Wii it's just like the very few out there no I'm joking um, they, uh, then yeah pick it up the Guitar Hero Aerosmith should be some good time right there yeah I know Um, I've I initially played it when it first came out I actually was the first Guitar Hero bundle I picked up um, I personally like the game I know a lot of people crapped on it um, but I actually found it enjoyable uh, the only part I don't like is the boss battle thing that Guitar Hero oh. has uh-huh. I think it's kind of like bleh. Yeah, they're but <laughs> overall, I enjoy. I'm a big Aerosmith fan myself, so I enjoyed it. Um, 
there's other people too. It's not just Aerosmith, so you're always going to find other people on there. But they did a good job rendering them. It doesn't look nearly as good as the Metallica one that just recently came out, but it's definitely a worthy pickup now, especially at that price point. Um, for those wondering, the bundle still is about $50 worth for the Wii on um, Guzex. Actually, all of them are. <laughs> all the bundles are still sitting around 1,000 points, so wow. if you want game only, Guzex does have it for around $25 a piece. 25 to $27.50 a piece. But yeah, if you can get the guitar too, I definitely recommend picking that up. Yeah. At thirty-seven bucks, that's pretty much a steal. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I don't know about the Wii. Is it wired for the Wii? No, it's all wireless. You actually put the Wii mote inside the guitars. Wow. Oh, that's, really? That's really creepy because, like, the your like your sounds for your star power and everything come out of the Wii mote. Weird. Yeah. It's and it, like the Wii mote still vibrates and everything, so like your guitar is shaking. It's just, that's kind it's of weird. annoying. <laughs> I I don't know. I like it, but then again, that's that's the system I have it for. So that's true. So, you know, yeah. and I think I think a, I think a big problem. I think why so many people shit on the like Aerosmith and the Metallica and stuff is just because of Activision trying to annualize everything, and they you know like, hey, here's a game that we can make a, a ton of money off of. Let's put seventy out. Yeah. yeah, I don't really have a problem with the fact that they're putting the games out, but do it like Rock Band, where you can make it at least downloadable content. And let me download whatever's on the disc to my PS3 or 360, and then play it through Guitar Hero World Tour. It's such a pain to have to switch discs yeah. every time I want to play this or that. That's why I like the Rock Band track packs come out, mm-hmm. and you can do it. The ACDC or the Volume 2 on the PS3 and 360, you download with the code that comes in the instruction manual and even the new one coming out classic rock track pack is going to be the same way yeah what, what i don't like is when you go on like 360 marketplace and all the new arrivals like there's like a million guitar hero uh songs available and like then so many rock band songs and then there's like the couple of game add-ons that you want for regular games yeah I mean, bundle that crap together. Yeah. My other problem, I don't know if Guitar Hero World Tour has fixed this. I don't think it has. Um, you still can't play downloadable tracks in the tour mode, can you? In the World Tour? I don't know, man. I I've never seen. I've never time. seen it let me do it. That's what I love about Rock Band is when I want to go make a set list, I can use oh, yeah. anything I've done at any point. If it does random, it randomly chooses from even the downloaded tracks. Why mm-hmm. can't Guitar Hero get, Guitar Hero get through, this, through their head and be like, hey, we need to make it so it's completely universal. They can play this when they're in world tour mode instead of forcing them to play certain songs. That drives it's because, me nuts. It's because Harmonix is the one who made it, and Harmonix is the one that's making the great game now, while yeah. Activision, they just bought the they bought the name, and they're just playing the name. Yeah. And Red Octane are peripheral makers, not software makers. Yeah, and the only the only good thing is at least they make the better instruments for them. Oh, yeah. Because I love the guitars. I can't stand the Rock Band guitars. I want to throw it every time I try to pick it up. <laughs> but, um, okay, why don't we get into what we've been playing? Once again, as our guest, Wes, we'll let you get into the games you've been playing this past week. Alright, um, so this week, I... I've been very busy, so my gaming time was actually really cut down. But last night, I picked up Fallout 3, The Pit, um, the game add-on for Fallout 3. And um, I only got to play about an hour, but what I did play was really fun. 
it was it was really your like the other add-on you saw like the where everything was not just quite destroyed yet everything was real before the bombs dropped and everything it was real nice and then regular fallout it's still somewhat cheery but at the same time it's still dreadful now you're in you tr- the whole fact that there's this that you're in the middle of this whole world that's based around slave trade and all that comes out unbelievably it truly throws you in the worst like this it's dark and dreadful and i about crap my pants when i t- was told i had to go out there in the million and this like herd of trolls to go get some iron bars Whoa. and so it's it's definitely a great add-on to pick up for Do you think it's better follow-up. than the first one um personally yes because you can you um get you can go back to it and pull the items out of the game while with the first add-on it was a simulation and so oh, yeah. everything that was in the simulation like your armor you can't get like multiple pieces of the old armor you have to if it if it breaks you have to um go get it fixed by someone else if you don't have a high enough repair and that just continues on and it's just not all that fun to me when I'm ha- dealing with this great armor and I don't have extras to fix it with. Yeah. Now, I know the f- the first downloadable content, some people actually complained about it being kind of like a first-person shooter-based uh, DLC where it actually felt more like a true first-person shooter and since the game wasn't really built as such... That it felt kind of awkward. Does this one go back to more how the main gameplay is? Well, uh, as I said, I've only played about an hour, and so I have not really got any ranged weapons. Because when you go into the pit, you're basically stripped of all your weapons. Ah. Um, and so you're starting from the bottom, and you get the the first thing you get is the hacksaw, or the <laughs> auto saw, or auto axe. Sorry, the auto axe, um, which is a melee based weapon. And so your VAT system really isn't all that useful because the trogs um, aren't truly all that powerful, but they scare the crap out of you. Yeah. I mean, like, you'll just be standing there, and they're super silent. Just out of nowhere, the trog will just come up and start slapping you. But their damage (laughs) is really bad. And so you just turn around and, like, literally just less than a second of hold on your um, auto um, axe will take them out. The, there are other characters which do a ton more damage and it takes you forever to get to them because they're located way high above you. Um, and they're the hard ones to fight. So this one, it I really had no use for the VAT system quite yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just now getting to where I have to fight in the arena. So. Interesting. Um, it sounds like a lot of Fallout fans are really going to enjoy this. Yeah, I, th- I think they will enjoy this a lot more. Um, the first one, I believe why they think that is because there was a lot more sniping required. Um, because okay. all your targets are sitting on bridges, they're sitting on ledges, and you're trying to sneak your way up there because uh, like your health packs aren't... It's not like you have stim packs you're carrying with you. You have to go find health mm. elsewhere. Mm. Um, and that's kind of the same with the pit, is where there are stim packs, 
but you have to find them in the you it's not like you get to take your 2 million stim packs you found in the regular world and take them with you in you've now got to you're basically stripped clean and you got to start not really all anew cuz you still have all your perks and everything which help you out okay but it's it it's definitely uh it's a must it's one thing that you really have to pick up for Fallout 3 if you still have it cuz this like one thing Nate complained about during the release of Fallout 3 was it wasn't gory enough or it wasn't showing like the dark side of what would happen if the nuclear fallout came out i think this is truly trying to bring that out of this is what humanity has fallen to and this time of nuclear destruction. Yeah, no, I didn't keep the game. But everybody knows my feelings on Fallout oh, 3. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I don't need yeah, to get into do. that. Trust me, I got into a long uh, discussion with Wes and uh, Eric and Nate on that when I was uh, <laughs> on their show as well. Uh, just not you just style. hate Bethesda. You, no, you just I hate really Bethesda. They're, they, yep. they're from Maryland. I don't want to hate them. I want to <laughs> like them. They're right down the road. They're like 30 minutes away. Well, you hate Oblivion. You hate... Yes. Um, you but probably I hate, hate Morrowind, and you hate Fallout. I gameplay. I don't hate the studio. I really don't. I really wanted to play Fallout 3. I'm like, because I was like, it's got to be better than Oblivion. It's got to be better than Oblivion. And then I was like, oh no, it's the same thing. Yeah, he's like, I'd, I'd love this studio. It's the greatest studio if they just wouldn't put out games. <laughs> they wouldn't put out the style of games. Well, I just wish they'd branch out into a different style more than anything. Because Fallout 3 uses the same style of games, just they threw in guns in a nuclear or post-apocalyptic world. It's like, come on, give us something else. Why you know, they this is, this is coming from the person, he's saying he hates the game, and then Fallout 3 goes and wins the GDC um, game of choice. Nah. <laughs> nah. I don't care. BioWare's a better RPG company. <laughs> and I'll say that right now, and I will just stand by that. JRPGs, thing. get over it. No, BioWare's not a JRPGs, and I love their games. No, no. Kotor's, the freaking Jade Empire, Mass Effect, Mass, Mass Effect Two. I can't wait. I'm so worried that they're actually killing off Shepard, though. I'm gonna be pissed if Shepard's killed off. That doesn't make any sense. You should just be able to move them in from the from the first game. You can move your save over, but they're not they're not saying whether or not. Because the trailer's just killed in action. They refuse to say if he's alive or dead. But all the comments that they've come out with make it seem like he's actually going to die. Or she, if you played as a female, like I did. <laughs> why, why are people laughing at that? <laughs> because you're going to be the one crying in your room when he dies. Oh, she, yeah, it's expected. Yes. It's expected quick. You know that. He's always got to play the female role, so. Mm-hmm. I do. I can't help it. I prefer to look at something nice on screen, not a dude the whole time. It's just my own personal opinion. <laughs> so, Quigley, what about you? What have you been playing? Well, I can finally talk about uh, Wallace and Gromit's Grand Adventure uh, on the PC. If you uh, the entire thing, uh, entire review is on the in the Pwn News. But uh, it was a great. I thought it was a great um, point-and-click adventure. You know, I, I think the especially the graphical style that they use because of the like the to make it look like claymation it just works out so well i almost wish they would port this to wii and i think they could they would do really well well they um, might on wii they with this. ported the other one sam and max yeah they, they did sam and max and the strong bad all came out on WiiWare. Yeah. so i'm you know especially for people who are Wii only people i think that they 
could really could really get into something like this. And the humor is, you know, it's it's British humor, so but I really like that, so it, it sort of worked very well into into my kind of style of play. But uh, you said that the original voice isn't in the game. No, no, the uh, uh, Peter Salas, uh, who is the voice of Wallace, um, Gromit doesn't have a mouth, so he has no voice. Um, is not in the game, but the official backup to uh, to Salas is, is doing the voice. Does of it sound? So, yeah. Okay. It sounds, it sounds very sound. similar. You you can tell it isn't him, but it's you know, like I said, it's the official backup, so it, it sounds very close. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I've always been a big fan of the old uh, series. I've always thought they were really good with the humor and the styles always look great. So I'm, I may check that out. I'm kind of disappointed I didn't pick it up when it was 26% off on Steam. Now it's like 14. So yeah. Plus you don't get the extra games. <laughs> exactly. But, but that's what happens when you wait. Yeah. Well. So. Uh, and you know, and back to the, another thing like when Steam has something on sale, you really need to jump on it if you if yeah. you want it there. Uh, other than that, I trial and error. Yeah. Good point. Uh, I've also been, you know, playing Lord of the Rings Online, and uh, since we had company over this weekend, I actually turned on my Wii, uh, so we pulled out, you know, Rock Band 2, Mario Kart, um, you know, Big Brain Academy, um, I forget what else, what else we played, we played a lot of Rock Band 2, but um, it really, sadly, is the only time when I actually pull something out <laughs> to play it, other than, well, now I've been playing Mad World, I got through another level of Mad World, and that's... That's a lot of fun, but it's you know can't really play with company over because well it's one player and uh, you don't want to offend their sensibilities when they're yelling you know <laughs> motherfucker all the time. So yeah, but it's fun. Now have you tried the? Mm-hmm. I mean, people into spikes. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Although it is kind of funny because they kind of stop and they're like, what if you pull that? What if you go over there? It looks like there's something electrical over there. And you're like, oh, okay. And you throw them into the electricity, you know? Oh. <laughs> like trying to help. Now, have you played a game like Super Swing Golf? You know, I did play Super Swing Golf Season 2 when it came out. And um, after playing like for like an hour, my arm hurt. And that's when I knew to take it back and and take it back to the rental place. And be really, like, yeah, I love that this. game. Oh man, my arm hurts so bad. I, I, but I like the characters. It's kind of like a Hot Shots golf style, so I really enjoy oh yeah, that. I really like and I like the you know like the board concept where you kind of move from like challenge to challenge. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. But uh, you know, like I said, my arm was just for those going. who don't know, it is a originally a Korean title called Pangya for the PC, and they brought it to the Wii because hey, it's the perfect console for it. <laughs> yeah, I actually own both of those. I haven't really gotten a chance to put them in, as I've only played it at my friend's house. It's just I've been so backlogged; it's ridiculous. Um, I did get MLB Power Pros in from Guzex. That'll be played this week. That looks that looks so great, especially yeah. like with all the customization you can do with it. Yeah, I got the 2008 version, so I'll be able to check it out this week. Hopefully, if I have time to sit down, it all depends on how the offer on the house goes. <laughs> yeah, nice. That goes well. I'll be, pl- I'll be playing games. <laughs> if it doesn't go well, it's back to square one. <laughs> yeah. uh. um, Church, what about you? We've been playing quite a bit of the same stuff, so we'll probably be intertwined here. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Since you guys mentioned Star Ocean 4 earlier, I'm actually going to pop that in and play it right now. But, um, Don't you no, dare. I've been playing a- well, what's that? Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> no... <laughs> 
Uh, right now, oh, well, since I've been, I was sick a little bit this, uh, last week with uh, bronchitis and whatnot, I've been home just playing in bed right now, trying to get better. But uh, playing, played a little bit of Star Ocean 4, still trying to get used to the voice acting, even though it just... Now, I want to put in my two cents. You told me how bad the voice acting was, uh-huh. and I will agree, the voice acting sucks. But maybe it's because you lowered my expectations of it. I didn't think it was as bad as you made it out to be. It was enough to where I could kind of ignore it. And just enjoy the story. I, I'm still trying to get used to it. <laughs> but that's just me, though. That, that's just me, though. Just, I, I I thought the voice acting is just... I th- thought they could have done better, especially a game that's made by Square Enix, so... Yeah, I just... One thing I noticed is that the voices... I can't remember if it's the mouth will stop moving before the voice does, or vice versa, but it's really annoying. Yeah. I thought it was a little bit of both. Yeah, I just was like, God, would you please dub a little better? Uh, yeah. Is it as bad as the um, Naruto first Naruto game? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I've downloaded the Japanese voice pack for that. <laughs> yeah, I think just about everyone did, but um, like it was horrible when it wasn't when the pack wasn't there. Yeah, for, given the option, I always play with the Japanese voices. Um, now, Tales of Asperia, like I've said in the past, has always done a, was actually one of the few that actually did a really good job. And I will say, Final Fantasy X did a good job with the voice acting. Um, besides Titus was kind of annoying, but everybody else I thought was well done. It's just tough. Um, I know even Lost Odyssey, when I put on the Japanese voices, it looked like the mouths were off. So it made me wonder how they did the dubbing, if they tried to do it at the same time. Because uh, somebody told me that the English voices actually looked better with the mouths. It may have just been my old Xbox, so I don't know. My older 360 sometimes had problems. But I know Lost Odyssey I had problems with as well. With the actual, uh, mouths moving. <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh... I, I remember a game that you mentioned, um... What was it, in Game Topias? What was it, Wild Arms? That got voice acting? Uh, which one? I think it was, like, the first one or something like that. Where oh, you, you, oh Thousand Arms, Thousand Arms. Oh, Thousand Arms. I, I, I didn't think that voice acting was that bad, but that I just means... awful. <laughs> now, um, right, which which disc are you on now? Are you on the second? No, I'm still on the first one because I've been I've been playing like a little bit here and there, like oh, okay. thirty-five minutes here to like maybe up to like forty-five minutes. You know, I've just been trying to play it as as much as I can. But with like me being in Toronto this past weekend, I haven't been able to. And <laughs> even oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, first of all, the bed wasn't that bad anyways. It didn't squeak that much. Oh, see? Oh, you <laughs> oh, gave it up. So it oh, did. You gave it up, so you did happen. What's that? What? <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying that the bed didn't squeak that much. We didn't do it. It's just that, yeah. So you guys shared a bed, though, but you guys didn't. Yes. Oh, lame. Remember, she does listen to the podcast. Don't. Don't pressure him just yet. He'll give it. Know, he'll give it up gonna, when he's I'm good and ready. You, she's gonna meet me one day and slap this shit out of me. Oh no! She already told me she's she's going to. Oh, <laughs> I love you. I don't know who you are, but I love you. <laughs> Can you video record that? <laughs> New pwned video. Yeah. I took it slapped. So um, I know we've both been playing Peggle as well. Oh, God. 
Okay, first off, I want to thank uh, Adele from and Rich from GameTopia and, and, and to getting me into this game because this goddamn game is so damn addicting. I I I, I downloaded the the demo version off of Steam and I literally spent either an hour or an hour and a half just playing the damn game. <laughs> it's so addicting. I can't believe how addicting that is. Yeah, definitely. I um. As I said before we recorded, I went into the game. I was like, I played for a few, and I was like, okay. Um, I got frustrated on the thing. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop now. And I was like, no, I gotta try it one more time. So then I beat that, and I'd get to another one about three or four puzzles later. Got real frustrated. I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna stop. No, let me try it one more time, and I'd get it. And I kept going for two and a half hours, and I finally did the whole institute part where you graduate. And I absolutely love the game. I kind of can't wait to pick it again, pick it up again, but I've been very hesitant about doing so because I know I won't put it down. <laughs> yeah, it. I had to force myself. I like, yeah, I had to force myself to stop playing because it was just like, I don't, I want, don't want to stop, but I had to stop. <laughs> yeah, I got other things to do, but damn it, it's addicting. And I know, um, fellow pwn member, uh, Neolite, actually was addicted to the game and didn't stop till he became the Peggle Grandmaster. In oh, game. really? Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. He wow. definitely, he he was playing that a lot. I remember him talking about it for a couple weeks, and he kept playing it, kept playing it till he completely just beat the game. So, we'll see if I can get up there. I don't know if my patience is that high with some of those levels. <laughs> I was definitely... Yeah, some of those levels were really creative. I was like, damn. Yeah, I was losing my temper on a couple of those. Um, you haven't gotten to the part where you've beaten all the masters, have you? No, not yet. For those I who only... don't know, you go into a final five uh, levels where you have to pick your own master. and You pick which one you want to use during that level, whichever one suits you best to beat it. And... I'll tell you right now, the very last one, I kept picking everybody, and it just came by luck that I beat the level. <laughs> it was that hard. So, definitely recommend checking it out. It's only 800 Microsoft points on um, Xbox Live. Basically $10. Same with Steam. I believe PopCap Games might still have it at $5. Um, you can download from them, but they have a DRM issue where you can only download it and install it like three or four times so be wary of where you pick it up at I'm not bashing them but I'd suggest paying the extra five for Steam or Xbox Live where you could exit we could re-download it it definitely makes a difference yeah definitely um, anything else wow probably yeah well you know the normal <laughs> world of Warcraft I mean I well I barely even logged on last week all i've been doing is just doing the daily quest and that's about it but i've just been trying to level up my hunter and whatever i do i'm just pretty much like staring at the screen because i was so out of it last week so yeah i went i know i was trying another free mmo uh mabinagi um from nexon and i got it all fully installed on my laptop and i didn't think it would have a problem with my crappy laptop graphics card but it was like error this graphics card is incompatible do you want to continue mm. I was like oh I went through like an hour of re-downloading everything and installing it because my original copy 
um, it said it needed the new installer. I was like, crap. So I went through all that for nothing. Oh, damn. That sucks, dude. Yeah, someone tried to put it on my PC this week and maybe talk about it next week. I know I'm waiting for Atlas to drop their Steamworks online, which is like a steampunk MMO. Yeah, I've seen that. That looks good. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try that. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be free yet or not. Probably not, but it's definitely one I'm going to give a shot. Well, yeah, because I want to be on the steampunk side, not the magic side. Oh, yeah, definitely. You always got to go that side. What about you, Wes? You playing the MMOs? Um, I have never really played... I maybe played like a month of World of Warcraft off my friend's account when he just had to stop because he was too addicted. <laughs> um, I the only MMO I've really ever played is RuneScape and I mainly just use that as a chat service but I just play on that every now and then <laughs> wait that's an MMO? RuneScape's an MMO yeah, <laughs> yeah no. it's a it's a free MMO it, it's in the browser and I can play it anywhere nice. in your world of work after it takes like 40 hours to download oh yeah I'm afraid to read that's my thing I want to go back to it but I'm so afraid to reinstall all that again. Because I know it's going to take forever to re-download all those patches because I uninstalled it off my laptop. No, if you um, if you download it off the, um, off the main website, you'll, get, you'll also get the latest patch too, so you don't have to worry about that. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll have to do it that way. I may attempt it, but we'll see when I get into my own house and I don't have enough money to go out, so I may just pay that extra 15 to sit at home and play that. <laughs> Because I know once I get into my own house, I'm not going to have the money to go out as much. Yeah. Sounds like an MMO would be the perfect thing to start playing. Yeah. Maybe even Lord of the Rings Online. I did get that in the mail. That's right. <laughs> well, well, seriously, I mean, like, especially in this kind of economy, and I, I know I hate saying that myself, but, you know, I have a lifetime membership, and I, and I already own, you know, the game and the expansion, so it basically cost me nothing to play. How much was the lifetime membership? It was two hundred dollars. Wow. But at fifteen dollars a month. No. That's not bad at all. Yeah. If if World of Warcraft had that, I'm sure they have to charge a little more. <laughs> oh, I would have been all over that a long time ago. Dude, they Blizzard they could put like a lifetime membership for like two thousand dollars and you'll still see people like flock to it and buy it. Yep. Just because they play it that much. Yes. Like, World of Warcrackers, they turn a 24-hour day somehow into, like, 68 hours of gameplay. I don't know how the hell they do it, but they turn, they get that extra time somehow. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Like, I tried, and uh, Church even tried to help me level up, but I just couldn't continue anymore. I was like, it's just started getting boring. Because I, I only joined because my friends really wanted to play. And then they the whole time they are like, oh, well, we're busy right now. Just ask some random person to help you. And I'm going, but I joined because we were going to play as a group. And you guys are leaving me hanging to dry. <laughs> so I just kind of gave up. And I was like, ah, screw it. That really, that really makes it playing with people. Because I play with my cousin once a week. And it just it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. Well, I, when I play well, MMOs, I play more as a single person where I go running around and I use it as a chat service to talk to friends and stuff. And that's one reason why I play free ones. And RuneScape is the only free action one that's not just you run around and you um, do, like, try on dresses or something. 
Yeah, I might have to check that out. I know it's in the browser. Does it run okay? Is it all flash or? Oh yeah, it's um from Jagex, um and it's completely in flash. They're the older version. It they have a high definition version. I mean, it's not it's not the prettiest thing in the world, but hey, it it's pretty nice for a free MMO, you know? Yeah. And you get you get quite a large world for the free, and it's only five dollars a month for um if you become a member. And you get like a gigantic world with a ton of things to do, and nice. so it, it's it's a nice game, and I enjoy it. But it, I wouldn't, I I don't expect it to be like World of Warcrackers, where they're sitting there spending like eighty hours a day on it. Yeah. Mm. All right. Um. Well, I think that's it for what we've been playing. We cover everything. I know I haven't got a chance to play too much this week. Because someone had a wedding to go to. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I was kind of... Not bummed out I had to go to a wedding, but I went to a wedding sick. <laughs> but, um, alright, well, we'll go into the topic of the week, our discussion. Um, as we said at the beginning of the show, and as we agreed on last week, uh, we're basically going to discuss what we'd like to see in the next console generation. But, um... Before we want to discuss, I want to give um, our listeners uh, a chance to talk here. So, our first comment is from uh, our managing editor of the site, Hades. And he's got some interesting uh, ideas here. He says, in the future, I want to see more games that jack right into your brain. Yes! So that you can control them with mere <laughs> thoughts, just to make us all lazier, or, or to give a real sense of immersion. Yes! What do you think? Um, in all serious though, I think full-on immersion is going to be the way to go, at least to keep things interesting. We are coming up to a, the ceiling on visual and audio. Once we hit 100% realistic graphics and sound, there's nowhere to go for those anymore. But when you add in things that place you in the game, like head tracking or depth perception in games, or even something as basic as a guitar controller, you can get a re- more realistic feel for the virtual world. I read an article not too far back that technology is only about 10 or 20 years out from making the holodecks from Star Trek into real working things. This is truly what I am hoping for uh, in the future. Then I could roll through Resident Evil 9 and see if I really could outlast the zombie apocalypse. Now, he makes an interesting point that the ceiling on visual and... You quig, you there? Yeah. Okay. Your thing was getting staticky. Oh, cracking over there? <laughs> um, no, nah, but he makes a good point in the fact that visual and audio are definitely approaching the ceiling. I personally hope they refrain from that. Hold on a second. Quig. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I got nothing on my end, so I don't know. It's coming out pretty loud here and there. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> put, put down the pipe. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like burning embers. <laughs> burning well. something, all right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just sitting. I'm not listening. I'm not doing anything, so. Yeah. It's okay. I'll edit that out. We'll get back. Right. Okay. Um, Where did I leave off? Um, oh, basically I said... um. I hope they really don't get too realistic, um, and I hope they keep it gamey, 
I, I don't want things to look like it would outside. It kind of takes away the whole fantasy part where you're kind of jumping into something to take your mind off of everything else around you. So I personally hope they keep it at a limit of let's just make the graphics crisper, smoother, clearer, and same with the audio. Let's not get too crazy with this and to the point where it's basically stuff I could see outside. I kind of just don't want that. I don't know how you guys feel. Well, well, more people nowadays, they really want to make the games more "Quote unquote realistic," so they they can feel like they're part of the part of the action and whatnot. And you know, to be honest with you, I I actually agree with Hades when he says that we're not that far away from actually having like the holodeck or whatnot from Star Trek. I, mean, I can see it, but whether it's going to be what we're going to be used to or whatnot, and. Quick. Yeah, I'm not even moving. I swear to God, I've stopped moving. I know, I'm just, but it's, I'm watching it come through Skype. Yeah, I am too. Alright. Is it like this? If I do this, is it doing it? No. Or this? No. This? No. Now? As a, uh, now? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. Okay, well, then my headset's fucked, because... All I'm doing is shaking my head. <laughs> That's Quit it. Quit shaking your head, then. And my, and my beard is not touching the mic at all. Your beard. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe I won't edit that out. That's a good, that's yeah, a good comment. Good. <laughs> all right, I'll have to get a new headset. Uh, it's just weird that it started happening now. Yeah. So I, I honestly wasn't doing anything. But okay. <laughs> all right. Um, damn, I... I I forgot what completely forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> well, Wes, why don't you go real quick? I wanted to add on um, when when Hades and um, Church, you say realistic. Do you mean like you go outside and you see a rock there and you know it's a rock? Because uh, like with this whole sci-fi thing, like you were talking about, we still want to see fantasy. Is I think what the game developers consider realistic is when you go to this fantasy world or this fantasy place, you actually you actually feel like that fits there. It's not like it's just some random rock or boulder sitting there that looks like it's from planet Earth, but you're on Mars or something. Well, the, the way I look at it, if you remember the anime Dot .hack, uh, like, I'm guessing that's what most developers want, or at least for me personally, I, that's what I want games to be, something like that. And then some person comes and tries to kill you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. But um, that would be awesome. I mean, but to the point is like they talk about bringing the holodex. We're shaking your head. I'm not shaking my head this time. <laughs> God. Um, like they talk about bringing the holodex um in about ten to twenty years. But for video games to fully be immersive, you have to like be running around. You have to be dodging. Like if, like, imagine a first-person shooter, 
and you're tr- and you try to immerse yourself fully into it where your body actions are creating it is that it's basically you have to make an arena for this person to go to rather than b- sitting in your living room and so somehow or another like you have to take like it's going to be just controlled by your brain and like you take some like you take a needle or something and poke yourself with it and then you like knock yourself out and now you're in the world got it's heroin well it's i heroin remember hero. I remember some students in uh, the University of Michigan tried to do that with, um, I think it was like Quake 2 or Quake 3 or something along that line, where they tried to do, yeah, I think so. Like, they tried to um, create, like, a holiday-type thing, and they actually succeeded where the guy moved up. Like, was he was looking up, and you can see the monitor pointing upwards or whatnot, and whatever movement he was doing, um, he was actually doing it. But I don't know how far along that actually went, but see, I remember they tried to do that in, in uh, at Michigan. So. See, I don't want to do that, though. I want to sit on my couch and relax with the controller in hand. I don't want to be standing up. Like, I like the Wii, but after a while, I'm like, okay, I want to sit my ass back down. And, like, uh, I don't think it was at the university. I think this was a professional firm. They, they tried creating um, uh, immersive gameplay system by basically creating what is essentially a hamster ball that would just be on a bunch of wheels and had wires from it and it would read the motions from the hamster ball and gloves that were wirelessly on the guy and so on and so forth and it it looked cool but at the same time like you were saying you want to sit on your couch and relax and that's what the video game industry is Uh, it's an immersive entertainment industry and so you want to be immersed in the game, but you don't want to be you yourself. You not want to be running around. like um, you love playing World of Warcraft. You don't want to run the four thousand miles to get to from Iron Forge to whatever other city you're trying to go to or whatever. You don't want to be standing up having to run that entire way. I mean, just imagine how many gamers would be like out of breath and standing on the side of the road, like leaning against a tree. Um, panning for breath. Oh, that's why they have epic mounts. <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna build a like a ride like a mechanical bull style thing where you just get on it and that's like the whole simulation? I'd go crazy. You, I got enough like peripherals a... <laughs> with these freaking music games. I don't need anything else. Where would you? Well, that's what, that's why. You... That's, that's why I said like for a... myself, I wouldn't mind have, having something like how Dot Hack has it. Has like all it is is like a helmet that you log on to and whatnot. Yeah, but that's like kind of what we're at now, where um, basically you put on these glasses that r- simulate like you're in the game and that everything, and you, the gloves react apparently, because uh, if in the anime where you you're basically sitting outside the world with a controller like we are now, but mm-hmm. instead of looking at a monitor, you're looking into these glasses that give a 3D image to where you turn your head. And what it will do is it will take your character and react as if your character is turning its head. That is completely plausible right now. Yeah. The question is, is uh, are we going to go with that style where we're dealing with this whole thing of, oh, you're just moving your head and you move the person and it's just a um, stagnant am- um, animation of the person running or whatever else? Or are we going to go the full-on route where you're actually getting up and you're doing the actions yourself and that includes um like like you were talking about you don't want to get much more like you've got enough stuff with the guitar hero thing 
you'll need like a whole gym of stuff yeah. if you keep getting games like for um a romance story you'll need a park bench in the middle of a garden or imagine something. playing like a tomb raider game you'd oh be, no you need a whole rock climbing kit and jump yeah, around. Get a cli- rock climbing wall the mechanical cli- rock climbing wall that yeah. like and the rocks move on it what are so your thoughts to... quig yeah i i was thinking about this just just now as i'm you know fading in and out um Basically, I think it's still going to boil down to gameplay over realism. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, when I play, you know, Mad World, I, you know, I, I don't want to be, you know, a guy who has a giant chainsaw in his hand and picks people up and you know throws them into walls of spikes. I don't want to. I want to be that in the game. I don't want to be that in real life. I don't want Brian to be the guy who has all this stuff. And you know, like Wes said, I I don't want to run miles. If I wanted to run miles, I'd go outside for once. Yeah. Oh, and, and that's the whole thing. Like you keep bringing up dot hack, where we're at that spot now, and so we're now at the why of are we going to make it so immersive to where it's no longer a game that you play in your um in your on your couch in your living room to a game like like the health breaks will be out there going oh yeah we should totally make like a gym like a video game gym. Like in America, it'd be video game gyms. Get the, get their fat butts off the um, couch and actually do something worth your time. Which you know we're I not going to do. Go if play we don't the go Wii. to the gym now, we're not going to do it in our games. Good point. <laughs> yeah, and so it's it's all based around is where we want to go in the future, and immersing yourself in the game will will have to come through visuals, like going with the. 3D glasses where you turn your head, and but it will still react. Like you still have the ability to turn your character manually. So then, like you have a 180 degree view, and so when you turn your head, your character will still see that 180, but you can't see past that because it's just like you're standing there. But you turn your body. Oh, now you have another 180 view, and that type of thing to where you're immersing yourself visually, but physically you're still. Out, you're still sitting on your couch and everything. Yeah. Now, um, we definitely got into discussion about the future. I, I, I don't know how much we're going to see of this in the next console generation. I really don't think we will. Um, uh, I know Chess brings it back to more of... Well, she kind of asked, what is something you will, you think will be coming up in the future that you are excited about? Um, I say we look. Let's look directly at the very next set of systems that are coming out. What do what do we expect from that, and what do we want to see in the very next system? Because I know even talking about all this immersion, I don't believe it's going to happen until a few more console generation at best. Because it's not going to be cost effective to put that out. There's no way we'd be paying thousands and thousands for game oh. systems. So yeah. If you don't mind, I like, I want to kick this one off. That's Go fine. Go ahead. Um, truthfully, in the next console system, I don't see games any being two gigs anymore. They're going to basically kick the CD to the curb and say hello to the memory stick. Where you're going to go down to the store, and rather than buying a big case... What the heck? Hmm. Sorry. Oh. Is that me again? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't hear um, Oh, okay. The... Where rather than going down and buying a big case, you'll buy basically like what's the size of a DS case, 
and it'll have either a memory chip or a USB drive in it. And you just take this and you plug it into your um, Xbox 720 or whatever else um, or something like that and you just play it off and so game companies will no longer be um, held down by two gigabytes and all game add-ons like you were talking um, earlier G Nitro that yeah. like you want your rock band to have the ability to bring um, like where you bring your old songs into the new game yeah. or when you buy a new game um, you'd rather have just in the two USB drives or whatever else and you just quickly change or if you buy an add-on or expansion rather than downloading to the console itself it'll go to the USB drive. So, like, each USB drive that you'll buy will be, say, maybe 8 gigs. They maybe put, like, on, like, a 4-gigabyte game. And then um, any expansions that come out just merely are placed into the um, USB drive. That's an interesting look. I personally think they're going to stick with discs for one more. Because um, I don't think they're going to be able to go fully digital. Um, you're still going to have to buy, you're still going to have to have retail copies, because I know, I've said it many times, the games, the, basically, what was I going to say, the poll that was taken was that still 70% of gamers still want a box in hand. Um, well, that's what I was saying, is the USB yeah. drive, is you go no. down to the retailer, and you buy the USB drive that's got the game on it. Well, I understand what you're saying, what I'm saying though is with the Blu-ray discs now, um... I know Sony has it right now, but there's no reason why Microsoft doesn't come out with a large capacity disc. Um, of, I mean, the Blu-ray disc holds 50 gigs, um, while yeah. the 360 is held back by a dual layer, which I think is around 8, almost 8 gigs. And unfortunately for that, you have multiple disc games like Lost Odyssey and Star Ocean where there's 3 or 4 discs. Um, and I can see the USB drive thing coming in, but I think you're going to see that more for portable systems to start something like that. I don't believe the consoles are going to have that right away. I think they're going to still use discs, but I think we're going to start seeing in the next consoles easily 500 to a terabyte hard drives. Because mm-hmm. they're going to try to push the digital download more, like we've discussed on a recent show. Even though I don't like that, they're definitely going to be pushing that way. So Yeah. I definitely believe that um, the next console... Like, we have this huge box for an Xbox 360 and a PS3. I believe the next um, console will be much, much smaller, and but it will take external hard drives. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, the, I think 360 is going to have to. The backlash on the recent uh, console, I mean, the hard drive, it's ridiculous to pay $150 for 120 gig hard drive. I mean, the fact that, that the 360 true. allows you to at least get a 320 gig laptop hard drive, which is really the highest you can go because of the RPMs. Anything above 5400 RPMs will pretty much melt in the system because it gets too hot. Um, but it's the fact that you can upgrade it if you want to, and they even tell you in the instruction manual when you buy it, if you want to do this, this is how you replace it. So... Yeah. The 360, or Microsoft, I should say, really needs to check how they handle the hard drives next time instead of just trying to make an extra dollar. Quiglin keeps trying to talk here. Go ahead, boy. <laughs> no, that's just more things. Try, uh, my my headset's obviously going in the crapper. 
No, I, I think that they're definitely it's going to definitely be more of the hybrid. It's going to be, you know, they're still going to have discs, but they're going to definitely be pushing that downloadable content. And I really like Wes's idea of having that sort of plug-in USB capability because then you can take it with you to a friend's house and you'd still be able to have all the things that you purchased from the downloadable content-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why I think a lot of things will go more toward this um, digital download style of USB because USB can it can be added on so much easier. Like the disk, you can't reburn a disk without putting a disk burner in the system, and that only makes the system that much bigger. One thing I'd like to see, especially with how big online gaming is getting, is um, a more seamless network. Xbox Live has its downtimes. PSN has a lot of downtime. And the Wii is pretty much almost non-existent with just basically you connect to people using friend codes instead of having a full-out network that people just hook up to and go out on. But games like a Rock Band or something like that, or even like a Call of Duty 4, if I'm playing in a private match or a Rock Band where I'm playing with somebody else, let them play the same songs I have. I hate going into Rock Band with somebody and they're like, oh... I don't have that song. I can't play it. Oh. Well, who cares? If they're coming off from the mine and I'm hosting, just let them play it. It's not like they're downloading it on their own. Because, right. hey, the only time they can play it is when they're connected to me. And if I'm in a private match for Call of Duty 4 and they don't have the map pack, hey, maybe they can't play publicly, but why can't it host off of mine and temporary download? The DS does it. You can temporarily yeah. download a game yeah. to the DS to play multiplayer. Yeah. Well, I believe the companies need to do is break down their borders between Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. Like Nintendo has this temporary download thing. Um, Microsoft, it's just got all these games. It's got a good price point and a good system that's cheap. Between PS3's power and just huge games behind it, along with Blu-ray and everything, they need to stop being such hard asses. Pardon my language about their um, about their companies saying. That's Microsoft. They're an enemy because you're dealing in an entertainment industry now. If One of the biggest things about a business is work with the best technology available at the time. So break down those borders and bring a more collective system, like you said, um, to the table to where um, maybe those like multiple platform games like Call of Duty 4 between Xbox 360, PS3, and PSC or PC – Allow them to play with each other. Why not? Yeah, I agree. I mean, Microsoft's done system. that. They, they, well, they've done it to the PC with Shadowrun, yeah. but that was just one game. There really hasn't been one since. Yeah, couldn't you do Gears 1 co-op as well with PC players? I believe so. I believe so now. And that was that's definitely something I agree with. I don't want a single console because I think it takes away all competition and all ambition to make stuff better. I worry about that day when we have just one console because I have a feeling they're just one day they're going to be like, oh, well, they're going to have to buy this anyway. It's the only console, and they're going to put out absolute crap. Yeah. Hmm. and yeah. I, but That's what I see is, like, you were talking about why can't they host off me? That's the same thing with, um, let's say that someone on Xbox 360 hosts a Call of Duty 4 match. Yeah. Well, the PC, you have a bunch of PC friends. Oh, well, we want to go play with you. They jump on. And it's still it's hosting off the Xbox Live servers. Yeah. Now the PC, the PC friends have some friends on the PS3. 
they jump in, they're still all hosting off that one server. It's still taking the same amount of power, yeah. just it's going different um, connections. No, I totally agree. I'd like yeah. to see an integration between the online communities. It would be nice to not have to worry about buying... Like, I got Saints Row 2. I had it at one point for both PS3 and 360, just so I could play with friends on each. Unfortunately, the PS3 version's so broken, I couldn't play it any longer, and had to get it out there, but it, I would love to do that. I'd love to be able to say, hey, I want to co-op with somebody, but they only own a PS3. Well, let me freaking play it. I don't care if a game company wants to take charge and say, we are going to make our own servers for this. So. Yeah, but it all boils down to you're never going to see them you know, share technology with each other because that would the only people that would help would be the gamers, and that yeah. doesn't make any money. True. Well, hold on one second. I know Wes is saying he's got to leave. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've I've got to head out here. Um, got a little business to do. Okay, I understand. But, um, we thank you for coming on. Um, it was well, thank fun. you guys for having me. This has been a great chat. Yeah, yeah. we definitely enjoyed having you on. Um, when does your podcast few... get released each week? Um, we're a weekly podcast. Lately, we've had a little bit of problems because with sicknesses throughout the, um host families and so on and so forth but we are getting we are a weekly podcast and we get one out every week Baltic broadcast will be launching uh, either this week or next week so oh, that's nice. that's exciting for us so and you are averagejoegamer.net anywhere else they we're, can find you we're located at averagejoegamer.net we are trying um, we are currently trying to set up uh, community sites here at pwn.com and myspace and such for members that are part of these communities and would like to just have a connection um, to meet other members that are at the same sites, we're trying to get those set up as is, nice. and we can't. We're really excited for it, but those will come in time. Yeah. Now, do you have yeah. a Twitter that people can find you on? Do you use it? Um, I personally have a Twitter, and I have a blogger account myself. I do not update them often. Okay. Um, just search my name. Uh, go either Wesley Evers. Or Bloody Polar Bear. Usually Bloody Polar Bear is the quickest way to find me. So, all right. All right. Thank you very much, guys. All right, no problem. All right, have all right, later, Russ. All right, so why don't we continue the discussion? All right. I know there's more to talk about. Church, you've been kind of quiet lately. Um, the, I mean, the only, <laughs> well, one of the two. But <laughs> um, the, the only thing I can think of is, like, you know, just recently with uh, GDC announcing I'm Live, I mean, is that going to be the route, uh, uh, the route that video games are going to be? Is something like that, or? Um, yeah. Oh, let me first go through the description of online for those who don't know. Um, for the PC side of the house, um, online is basically you can. There's claiming you're going to be able to run any game, no matter how graphic intensive it is, from any PC. And if you don't have a PC, they're going to have a little box that hooks up to your television. Um, basically, they do all the um, hardware. They have it all running on their side, all processing all on their side. You will have a controller or, I guess, mouse and keyboard. I know everybody's got the preference. Um, and it sends what, you're, what you want to do to the server. It relays it to the game, and that's what you see on your TV. Um, so that's basically the quick rundown of what OnLive is going to be. It look, yeah, just from the some some of the demo stuff I've seen from GDC, it looks it looks amazing. If they can pull it off, it would be unbelievable. Well, here's my question though, because I remember them announcing something like this like a 
I want to say two to three years ago. Like over at E3 or something like that. Because I remember something similar like this. They they announced uh, about that. So, I mean, and this is, isn't this like the first time we've heard something about OnLive or no? I don't know. I've never heard of it before this GDC, honestly. Same here. Um, I'm not a big PC gamer. So I really don't always keep up with that. My thing is, okay, great. They showed off a demo at GDC. The problem is, what's going to happen when you don't have a few users on it or a couple, maybe a hundred? What's going to happen when you have a thousands to upon millions? Yeah. Is it really going to be able to hold up? Are you going to have a machine for each person running this game? I mean, honestly, how much is this going to cost and how much is it going to cost the person doing it? Are you going to have a monthly fee or are you going to have an annual fee like an Xbox Live? And then you have to pay for the games as well that you want to play. I don't understand how this is going to come to fruition without it costing the gamer themselves a lot of money. Yeah. It seems like way too much power to run all this to not have to charge a good amount. Yeah, and they haven't they haven't released anything like pricing schemes or even you know basically more than how it works other than they, it looked like from the demonstration that there was a rent option and there was a buy option. Yeah. And if you rented the game once, you if you rented again, you, if that save would still be there on the server. Um so but uh, they haven't released anything as far as payment. Yeah. So I, I guess a lot of it's going to be, you know, maybe they'll have something at E3 we can check out and yeah. report well, on. How about this? Um, our internet infrastructure isn't on par with it, like other countries like Japan or um, Korea where it's extremely fast. I mean, surprisingly enough, they have faster internet inter- infrastructures than we do. How is lag going to play into this? How is it? Is it really going to be able to get those your input to the servers that quick and get the output back to you that fast? What if you hit any lag? Or what if their servers lag? It's going to cause a huge problem. Yeah. Oh, no, I agree with you. I mean, it, it's going to it's gonna cause a major issue. I mean, at first, not that not, not people are going to sign on. Great, fast connection. Where's your mouth going to come about? Hey, try it out. It's fast, really fast. And then the more people sign on, the laggier it gets because the more people are signing up. So, Server-wise, like hardware-wise, how are they going to do this? Yeah, there, there's going to have to be you know X number of servers, and they're going to have to break it down to say for X number of people playing, you, and they'd have to spread them out across you know X number of web servers. Yeah. Well, we're talking about terabytes worth of information that's going to go be streaming through the these lines. I, I, uh, I definitely agree, and the other thing I see is where it took a while, but Xbox Live has it now where you can play the Xbox Live Arcade games if you're not hooked up on Live, as long as you're you're in your gamer tag. Steam didn't have it at first, really, for some of the some games. And they opened it up saying, hey, you can download these, and you don't have to worry about being logged in. What's going to happen with All Live? If it's down, to me it sounds like it's down. You're not going to be able to play this game. Because it's no, streaming it, from their hardware, it's not streaming from your computer. Yeah, that, that exactly. If it's if the server goes down, then you're pretty much screwed. You can't play those games offline because it's depending on on those servers to stream it to you. 
I mean, even so, with WoW and those other games, I don't know about Lord of the Rings Online, you can set up your own private servers and still play if the main stuff is down, if you know people who are running them. Yeah, exactly. Well, those are also people that just don't want to pay the 15 bucks to play anyways. Yeah, but yeah. still, I mean, but if it's there. If you if it goes down for like a couple of weeks and people are like fiending, they're going to go find private servers to play just to play. Oh, true. What I'm saying is, what's going to happen with online? What really do they have as a backup plan if it goes down? And you know at some point it's going to go down. What about the weekly downtime? It's going to have to have downtime time like a MMO does. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to be able to leave that running exactly. constantly without upgrading. And what if there's a server crash? Well, let's say let's say there's a server crash and they lost all that information. Yep. Or do well, they have a backup? Do they have a backup plan and see what games that person actually has? Or well, what? I, well, I'm thinking of it in terms of web servers that are actually you know having the people on them. I'm of course they're going to have some kind of redundancy as far as information, you know, standard, like, um, flat information. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about it in terms of, like, at, you know, where I work, you know, we have X number of web servers, and, and right now we have three. So if one goes down, then the other two sort of take that load. So my, my, my hope, at least, would be that they had so many that one server going down just meant that they would just be that amount that was going to yeah. that one web server would then be passed on and, you know, put across the remaining web servers. Yeah, I'm just wondering what happens if the whole thing drops, though. That's what... What are you going to do? You can't play the games. You're, you're, you're pretty much shit out of luck. You can't just log in. You can't just download the games. Yeah. That's one thing about Steam. I can download it to any computer I have. I mean, I could take all my games and say, hey, you know what, I want to install them not only on my laptop, but I want to go log in upstairs on my PC and I'm going to download them on my PC. So if my laptop craps out, I still have them there. I log in up there, boom, Steam goes down, I'm still on my computer, I can still play certain games like Jade Empire or the single player games where I don't have to be online. It sounds to me like this one goes down, how, how is it going to stream? How, how are you going to have it? Are you going to allow people the option to download some games to their thing or how much are the prices that's the other thing the price point really needs to come out and i i don't see how you're going to bring this out without at least giving a hint of what the price point's going to be well this is going to this is going to run into one of the things that you that you're going to hate mike because if let's say all these games are coming out for it right it's going to force it's pretty much going to you know but hey i want to get this thing i'm going to play all my games and it's going to come down to i have one system and there's no variety well, also, are you going to be able to hook up with people who are playing on Steam? Yeah. Or are they going to make it within their own yeah, you, servers? Yeah, you only do it within their own. Which is going uh, to be sitting there going, um, well, screw that. I want to be able to play with these people. I've already spent a lot of money on this Steam, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, again, it's back to we're just going to have to wait and see what they, how how they talk about how they're going to do it. I personally am very skeptical of it because it's a very grand idea, and to me, it's going to be very, very tough to pull off. And I just can't see it happening. Well, let's let me ask you guys something then. With this, let's say this this whole thing either makes it or breaks 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 it, depending on either the price points, the streaming, and whatnot. You think it will be a step forward or a step back? 
I don't know. It depends on how badly it fails or how well it does. I mean, yeah. if it just kind of like comes in and it's good for a while, then it kind of like just slowly craps out. It may be neither, but if it fails horribly, it's definitely going to be a step back for digital distribution, and it's definitely going to help retailers who expect a disc copy in stores. Um, if it does really well, which I really can't see it doing, especially right away. I don't think it's going to be this huge runaway hit like people are talking about right now. I think it's all hype. I think it's going to be eased into slowly. And the people who are putting this together are going to have to be very patient with this. Um, I think it... Oh, go ahead. I think if, even if it does semi-well, it's still a step forward for the whole digital distribution plan. So that's all I really have to say on that. Yeah, no, I would definitely agree that no matter what, I think it's still going to be a step forward unless it really fails completely miserably. Um, I think a big portion is more than this hype that they're generating now. I think a big piece is going to be how they market it to, you know, if we've seen anything, we've seen that Nintendo, you know, went after and created a new market for themselves and how they're going to, I mean, I mean, you're, you're talking about something that's, I mean, something you plug into your TV or something you have to be at least savvy enough to get out to the web to download and put in, you know, your browser. It's supposed to be like a browser um, add-on or something, you know. And people just aren't going to be that savvy to do that unless you make it something either pop-cap-ish where it's, you know, sort of, you know, uh, marketed to a casual crowd or, you know, I mean, look at the the Roku thing for Netflix. I mean, it, it just didn't really take off like they were hoping it would. You know, and that, I think that's a big reason why Netflix went with the Xbox 360 because they were they needed a, another way into the home yeah. besides the US Postal Service. You know what's sad though is I got when I first heard about that I was like I'm getting it. I'm going to watch streaming movies off of my 360 all the time. I actually upgraded to a two disc plan because I watch more of the movies I get in the mail than I do off the streaming now. Mm-hmm. Like really? it, it's just the streaming's great, but because of how much bandwidth it takes for them to run that, they don't put the hottest movies on there because they don't want to get slammed. Hmm. So you're better off renting the DVDs or the Blu-rays, which is what I do. Hell, Netflix has given me a reason to use my PS3 more than anything else. <laughs> Netflix is the reason why my PS3 is on at least three to four times a week. <laughs> like Zohan last night I was going to watch Baby Mama today but I was real busy so I'm going to watch it tomorrow so it's like every other day I'm watching something on my PS3 hmm. and then maybe one day a week or every week or two I play a game <laughs> it's sad but it's hey, a great media player thanks Netflix <laughs> hey yeah. so hey Sony should be happy the fact oh, that I bought the streaming for 360, but I use their system more for the, the company I pay for. <laughs> no, I no no I agree, agree with Craig Glenn. I mean, I know you two guys are going to go got to go to E3. If I so happen to go to E3, I hopefully that we all can try it out. Um, try it out, and we can um, probably do like I don't know an on-site podcast or something and to actually talk about it and let well, everyone know what we think about it. I hope they allow hands-on. I really do. Yeah. You know what? I, I sure hope so, too. I have a feeling at E3, a bigger convention like that, I have a feeling it'll be a hands-off demo. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't yeah. think we'll see a hands-on 
till maybe even next year. I can't see that thing coming out this year. No, no, no way. I, I can't I see say... it even maybe coming out. It, they'll be lucky to get it out next year. That's a lot of work. I, I, you know what? From what I've been hearing and whatnot, I would be surprised if they even release it at 2011. Yeah, it might be too late though by 2011. You got to follow the hype, unfortunately, and that's what kills these companies. You get the hype out too early. <laughs> Excuse me. You get the hype out too early, yeah. then you're forced to rush something out. I mean, kind of look at the 360. Yeah, exactly. I was actually going to say that. I mean, yeah, it's, look at the 360. Just like hardware itself is yeah. well, pretty soon it's going to be dated. It's no, it's selling great. It has good hard. Well, let me let me let me see how I phrase this because I don't want to say it has good hardware. <laughs> Everybody who's got an ROD or an E74 error is going to come find me. Um, it's got good power, I should say, processing power and all that. It's not as on par with the PS3, but it still looks great. The games still keep improving in graphics every month, every year. But the problem is they rushed it out. So you had the red ring problem for still happening. People have had five to six red rings. Um, now you have the new era. Ever since the NXE came out, the new Xbox experience, or as some people call it, Xbox Vista, <laughs> as the guys over at CAG call it, which is a great name for it. Um, it people have had slowdowns. Some people have had an E74 error, where it actually says it's a problem with the video chip. Wow. And you're getting, yep. it's not three red rings anymore. It's like one red section. <sighs> and it's oh, like so the new thing. Was. And it's not covered under your warranty. Extended warranty, that three years they gave you for the red ring. Not until enough people bitch, and then it will be. But right now, you got to pay like 100, 150 to get it replaced. And at that point, you might as well buy well an arcade <laughs> and throw your damn uh, hard drive into that and keep playing. It was wow. like 150 bucks. Even the PS3 is at 100 if you have a problem. But so, I don't know. We'll see if they rush it out to try to meet the hype, or if they give it. The, time it needs to truly develop and come to fruition. Well, I hope they actually do take the time instead of just rushing it. Well, people because, like us do, but... Well, not everyone else, though. You, everyone else that, you know, like, oh, I want to see it, I want to try it out, blah, 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 release it right now. The me, the me, 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 now, now, now... Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Generation, which is kind of taken over nowadays. It's We can't That's wait for anything. Thing. we got to have it now. we got to have it now. Um... Are they going to have the patience to wait? Or are they just going to forget about it and by the time it comes out, they're like, oh, who gives a shit? We got this now. Um, well, here's another thing, though, right? And I, I hate to bring it up because of, of how everything is right now, but let's say they do release it within the next year. Are people going to buy it because of the economy? Depending on how much it's going to cost? True. Or what? Yeah, that's the thing about price point. How are you going to yeah. price this thing in this economy? The fact that even Microsoft has come out and said, hey, we will probably extend the life of the 360 a couple more years. Because truthfully, 2010 would have been the new system. Yeah. Now they're talking 2012 or later, which is good because honestly, the current generation has not even hit its limit at all with these games. So what are you going to do? Are you really going to tell people even with the people who've spent a lot of money on upgrading their PCs, hey, buy this now. Or if you don't have one, buy this little box. You can hook it up to your TV. 
and then you have to pay this monthly fee, and then you got to pay for the price of games. Um, in this economy, you're going to have a tough time selling that right now, which is kind of uh, not to get too off topic, which is one of my things with all these people doing new MMOs. We got one that's really working right now, and you got a couple that are staying alive. Like Lord of the Rings Online is one that's staying alive. It's got a good base. Eve Online's got a, it's yeah, still, got a still great base, too. And they're, they're sitting back. But all these ones that keep trying to come out to tap, break into the WoW's money market, they're spending all this money, and then they're charging the same ten, uh, $15. People are like, no, don't have the money for another one. Well, it's not, it's not only that. It's just like the content in the games, too. Well, there's actually a good point to come back to the... We'll break away from online for a second, but here we go. We have not seen, besides Final Fantasy XI, a real MMO on a console. That, I believe, if they don't get them out this... They're talking about it, but if they don't get them out this generation, that's got to come out next generation. Yeah. And it's got to be integrated between all the consoles. That may be the first type of games that you see integrated throughout all three consoles. And not just, okay, you can only play with these people. Because the PS2 allowed it to do it with PC players. With Final Fantasy XI. And same with the 360, I believe. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. It was like that. Like, um, you saw PS2 and PC players roaming around. Which uh, I think uh, now they included 360 players as well, though. They they did. I remember at one time, um, Microsoft um, the 360 tried to get uh, World of Warcraft uh, onto the system, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they yeah. did. But you're gonna have to have that integration because people aren't gonna play on a console where they can't play with people elsewhere, especially an MMO where it's about being massively multiplayer. Because how are you gonna pull that off? You can't say PC only. But then the PCs allowing it to play with the PS3 and the 360, but one of those consoles doesn't want to share. Yeah. Are you gonna have like a realm where only these people sit and PC people can run in and grief people and then run out and go grief people in PS3 and have their pick of the litter of just pissing people off? That would be awesome. Yeah. See, PC guy already. That would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'm totally there. Well, actually, you know what? I sort of agree with Quicklin on that one. <laughs> but you gotta have a seamless integration with an MMO. Damn, that's, why I, think, that's why I think DC Online is gonna fail. It's PS3 only. Yeah, there's not gonna be enough people. I don't think there is. I think that's why I was worried about the the agency. I don't know if it got canceled, but it was only gonna be PS3 and PC. PC. Well, what about um, Marvel Online? If it's 360 only, it's going to fail. I'm calling it. It's going to fail. The only canceled already? No, they got they actually a new company is working on it now. Oh, okay. I was like um now PS3 in Japan does have something called Angel Love Online or something. Yeah. It's an MMO. I've thought about trying to get into that cuz I can download it. It's free. But I, I can't get past the Japanese for one. Oh, really? Insane. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be able to chat with anyone. Oh, I'd be running around going, yo, what's up? They'd be like, duh, duh, duh. I'd be like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> i just oh, type in WPM-OMG-BBQQ oh, and stuff like that. I'd be typing <laughs> that the whole time. <laughs> or I love Lucky Star, Konata rules, you know. Yeah. Stupid shit. 
<laughs> You'd be saying that for a long time, then. <laughs> you would be that guy. Yeah, I'd be like, Nippon, 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 Nippon. Okay. Um. <laughs> you already do that now. <laughs> I know. I know. But, no, I, I just think that that's something else in the future. Um, I don't know. I think I pretty much touched on most of what I want to see. I don't really, hardware-wise, like accessory-wise, with, I want to see less accessories. Oh, can I say it? What? Implants to the head. Beam the damn games to my head, man. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I want to see less accessories as in all this rock band garbage and Guitar Hero garbage, We Fit garbage. In my opinion, this is all garbage. It's more shit to clutter my room. Yeah. Bring it out once, and these are the instruments you have. Maybe every two years, every three years, you can upgrade the instruments, but not every fucking year. I don't need a new package to come out. <laughs> I've got three Guitar Hero guitars. Wow. <laughs> I only wow. need two. You gave me one because I'm about to toss away my Guitar Hero controller real soon. <laughs> Yeah, but I just think you need to just let's stop with these extra peripherals. Let's just keep it simple. It's just way too much. Yeah, it's just getting to the point where it's just way too cluttered in my room. I don't have a lot of room as it is where I live now. I mean, okay, my advice for Rock Band, well, I I know Rock Band doesn't do it, but my advice to Guitar Hero, release just the game, please, because I know... Well, they uh, did that with Metallica. Well, fi- yeah, I know. Finally, with Metallica, but I'm just like, I'm just saying, though, just do release just the game. Everyone's got the guitar or the drum set. But already. it surprises me. I figured Metallica would be the better person to come out with a special guitar than no, like, I thought drums it was... and all that than uh, Aerosmith. No offense to Aerosmith, I love them, but I figured Metallica would be a bigger seller for them to do that with. But well, I mean, aren't they going to release some sort of like the double bass pedal for the They're game? They're bringing out a second pedal you can buy. So yeah. you can play like Lars really does. Um, wow. And I know the Beatles is coming out with a full set. So. Yep. <sighs> Which yeah, makes that's me gonna... wonder... It's going to be 250 <sighs> Jesus, really? Yeah. I don't... Oh, man. So I'm just going like to get the standalone that, game. Wow. I'm just going to get the standalone game. I'm just... not even a Beatles fan. So <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm not spending $250 on this shit. I will buy just the game or Guzex the game, so... Um, yeah, I'm just, I think I'm just gonna rent that from Gamefly. Thank you very much. It's gonna be amazing, though. Uh, it better be amazing. True. For two hundred fifty bucks. No, I, I think that um, I, if there is a couple of things I'd like to see, I'd like to see just certain parts of the like more things where it, you know, like the more like Xbox Live where it has, you know, there there are certain things that you know are gonna be there, like voice over IP, um, you know. Certain standards, like I guess maybe that's what it is. I guess I'd like more standards. Yeah. Well, I like know. the fact that 360 has made a party chat now. Oh yeah. Because before you could only talk to one person or the people in game. Now you can have eight people and you can talk across how many ever games you guys are playing. Same. Yeah, I, I, I do like that a lot. That I know. Was a big I know, step forward. I, I know Chesty does that a lot. Um, I I know I, when I was whenever I was playing Star Ocean something last week, I think Ace tried to do that. I'm like. No, no, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no males allowed, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, <laughs> one thing I'd like to see, and this is more game-wise than on console, but it could be done. I want, whether it's GTA or Saints Row, to 
It's time to bring out a massive online. It's time to bring out a bunch of people with like different cliques and different gangs. It probably work better in Saints Row, in my opinion, because it's basically based on gangs. It would be awesome to have like gang warfare in the city. Actually, to be honest with you, I think that that would be a great selling point right there. Just, yeah. just the fact that you can form gangs or whatnot within like, you know, anywhere. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Yeah. Maybe Once they'll again, buy the agency. Yeah. Plus, plus, it's a different MMO than what all the other people have been doing. Well, the agency is a spy game. Now, APB is coming out. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I'm thinking of APB. Yeah, APB is the one that's But it's cops and robbers. I don't want cops. Fuck cops. No, but but I meant... Well, I heard that one was having trouble. So maybe that yeah. they maybe Rockstar could just True. buy them out and just be like, we'll buy the True. game from you and then turn that into Grand Theft Auto Online. And no offense to cops. Eric from Average Show Gamer is a cop. I'm just saying. I don't want to play as the good guy when I play the games like that. I want to be the gang member. I want to be the one creating havoc. So. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's... Um, I don't know about you guys. I think that's good. Yeah, I think that's good as well. Um, I actually don't have the list anymore. <laughs> I don't. We really don't have a lot left. Yeah. From so. the old list, we have... Collector's editions can the you know can the U.S. do they do it right and then adult, can an adult only game make it on a console? I say we do the adult only games then. I, I guess. Yeah. Hey, we're about. To, I mean, I know we Eric. Start thinking of stuff. <laughs> well, I know. Um, if we can get Eric on next week because we had Wes on from Average Show Gamer this week, I want to bring all three of them on. They were nice enough to bring me on. So if Eric comes on next week, he's definitely he's a father and all that. He's an older gamer. Um. I don't want to say he's like 50s. I know he's not that old, but <laughs> I, I don't Let's want him to listen to be like. Gearing on. No, I don't. I don't want him to be listen to be like. Wait, what? Is he calling me old? No, I'm gonna <laughs> say he's just like you know our age and old. So yeah, basically. Well, they, they, they did threaten to kick you out a couple of times because you didn't like what was it uh, Final Fantasy VII or something like that. Fallout Three. Yeah. <laughs> I like Fallout. Okay, he's 39 years old, so. So Eric, basically, he's an older gamer, so I think he'd be a good person to talk about, especially with the adult sure. only, because he's been playing games for a long time as well. Good call. Yeah, so I think it's a good one to call. I mean, a good one. Thanks, you had to say call, so I'm all sick. You know, messing up here. Um, it's a good topic to discuss. I'll hit him up this week, because I know I told him we'll have him on next week, so I'll let him know what the topic is. And um, why don't we go quickly over where we can find each other? <laughs> All right. Uh, you can find me at pwn.com slash quiglin or twitter.com slash quiglin. You can find me at, at pwn.com slash church4252 and twitter.com slash church4252. You can find me at pwn.com slash gnitro. You can find me at twitter.com slash gnitro and any other site as probably gnitro. it's pretty much my name yeah Um, pretty much want to give people a heads up uh, especially in the DC Maryland area uh, Korean music site soompi.com church does DJ over there and he's going to start a podcast soon nice for them for the Korean music but I do want to say next Saturday look for me and a bunch of uh, the members there you'll probably see me with a group of Asians um Downtown DC, Sakura Matsuri, the Japanese street festival is going on. I will be there. 
pretty much all day, so. I, my mom was nice enough to stop by at some point to take out my dog and so I can stay out and not have to worry about getting home earlier. So, nice. um, I, I want to make another, uh, I'll make my own shout out to uh, some of the people from Soompi. I'll say what's up to uh, Christine, Carrie, um, they're from Toronto. They were like kind enough to uh, give me uh, pointers of where to go and whatnot while I was in Toronto. I didn't get a chance to meet with them, but uh, whenever I get a, another opportunity to go out to Toronto, we'll definitely um, we'll definitely have to meet up and everything. So, so they showed you what the love hotels were at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Make that um, noise. I know you're gonna do it. Just make it. <laughs> okay. Um, had to at that point. Um, just another thing. Um, I know last minute I had to bow. Uh, bailout from Gametopia last week due to the fact I was putting in an offer on the home. Uh, Church, you did fill in. Yep, I filled in. Very short notice. (laughs) Very, very short notice. I was actually playing Star Ocean and and, uh, Rich was like, hey, I need another podcast. I was like, all right, even though I was, uh, me and Mike talked earlier that that time and I was jokingly just asking, hey, I'll fill in for you. But uh, no, I filled in. um, I was really um my bronchitis was really acting up so i barely spoke at all i had the mic muted like half the time because i was coughing and all that stuff so uh, <laughs> i want to i want to thank uh rich uh, adele and um we had a, they had a special guest from um what was it the what was that um video game outsiders um they had a guest from uh from there so it was, oh, it, was, a, it, was a good, what's up? it was what's up you forgot to thank rachel Rachel wasn't there. She was in G- she, uh, she GDC. Oh. No, she was in GDC. So Owned. who was all there? It was just Rich, myself, um, Adele, and um, uh, hold on. Uh, his name is Kyle. Kyle Jones from Video Game Outsiders. He was there. He was actually pretty cool. So you know, he they also have like um podcasts over there on their site too. They have quite a bit. I'm um, actually recently um became friends with uh, Michelle Madison. Um, who is also over there in video game outsider? She, they, all, um, the all the hosts does like a regular video game outsider, and they also do a um, Warcraft outsider. So nice. big ups to uh, to all of them over there. They just found themselves a new fan because of that Warcraft uh, part. So so Alex didn't make it there either. No, she wasn't there. Unfortunately, I haven't I haven't been on the show um, with Alex yet. So. All right. Well, um, I believe that's it. I gotta find a good song for the outro this week. I'm starting to run low on ones I have. Right. I don't remember what the last one was. Do you guys remember? No, I don't. But damn you, Mike, for linking that link right now. (laughs) Quiglin, have you taken a look? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm. I'm. Oh yeah. Perusing. If anybody wants to know what we're looking at, just look for Natsumi Kamata. That's all I'll say. All right, y'all. <laughs> I hate you, Mike. <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all next week on episode 24, and we are out. Peace. Later. Later. アイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドルアイドル
長州ホーン7につれて犬乗りの時間が長くなるこれはあるかも先生の言葉が外国語にしか聞こえなくなってい,いやいやいやいやそれはあんただけですからねみんなが自然語だねじゃあ合わせてみるからね。